1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Thinking Sideways is not supported by Badgers on Balloons. Instead, it's supported by the generous donations of our listeners on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash thinkingsideways to learn more. And thanks.
1: Thinking Sideways.
0: I don't understand.
1: Does not compute. You
0: never know. What
1: stories of things we simply don't know the answer to? Hi there, welcome again to another episode of Thinking Sideways. Two in a week. Yeah, this is uh, this is the second one this week. So bonus yeah. episode.
0: Happy Thursday. I know. <laughs> yeah. it's a bonus on Thursday. Yeah,
1: as you all know, we're doing Thinking Sideways Most Wanted. Uh, the episodes you all all have been asking us about for years now, and uh, this is one of the. And we've ones...
2: been too lazy to do basically, yeah
0: Lazy.
1: yeah, yeah this, I is one. Mm.
0: this is this is like the, uh, shocking i'm actually I was surprised that this wasn't the the number one number one, yeah, wow. it is the tie for the first runner up,
1: yeah it is uh, you it's... mean second place
0: mm-hmm. yeah, second yeah. place,
1: but yeah tie definitely we've gotten a lot of emails about this one for the past couple of years. And
0: Even just this week, yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> I know many of them. Yeah, I admit it's uh, kind of a cool little mystery, but uh, well, let's, let's just talk about it. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Oh, oh, by the way, I totally forgot to introduce myself and my lovely co-hosts. Uh, I'm Joe, joined as always by Steve and Devin. Okay. You,
0: you met us earlier this week. I yeah, don't know you know why I mean, you wouldn't know us now.
1: I probably don't need to really be saying uh, that, but yeah, they know yeah. us by now. But just let's in case. Let's get on with our mystery. Okay. Yeah, this, uh, this took place uh, almost 100 years ago on a farm in Bavaria, uh, which is located near the village of Wangen in, in Bavaria, of course. Uh, it was part of a farmstead called Kaifek, and I'm not sure exactly how that got that name. And then the farm was called Kaifek. for some reason. That means hinter means be, uh, behind. They so were, we're behind the town? They were behind the Kaifek, I don't know. Well,
2: German is a language that cocantinates. So yeah. that's that was a happens. big
0: word, Steve. Yeah.
2: You know what cocantinate is, no. right? Oh,
0: how do you know a word I don't know?
2: A cocantinate is a uh, something you use in Excel. It's the name of a formula. That's why. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> coquettinade—it's also it's something you do with languages where you are literally merge the two or words together. Or you can together. just shove two words yeah, together, or yeah. shove twenty words together right. to make the town name that is so long it doesn't fit on one road right. sign. Mm-hmm. Like these things happen. Yeah, okay. there are some, that's, some. That's how it got the name. Yeah, there's the long words
1: went. in German. Yeah, yeah. no doubt about that. Uh, anyway, back to our story. Uh, this farm was inhabited by the Gruber family, which was fairly well known in the area. Uh, I'll give you their names. Andreas Gruber was 63. His wife, Kazelia, was 72. Their daughter, Victoria Gabrielle, was 35. Uh, she had two kids, Kazelia, seven, and Joseph, who was two. And they also had a maid, Maria Baumgartner, 44. Victoria was a widow. Her husband, Carl Carl Gabriel was killed in 1914 in World War One. Although there's been a little contention about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl, this Carl's family, by the way, was from the area. He's from a neighboring farm. Uh, Weird.
0: It's like that's how you met people back then. Yeah, right? it really
1: is. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Well, yeah, because
2: you know the internet wasn't a thing.
0: What?
1: Yeah, there was no Ok Cupid. Yeah, you just had to make do with a very tiny pool. <laughs> how did
0: people get by? Well, ok Village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so Andreas Gruber was the head of the family, of course, and he was actually not that well-liked. Not uh, at all. Yeah, he was an unfriendly loner kind of guy. Not, uh, he beat his wife on a regular basis, also abused his children, uh, and he was also su- very highly suspected of committing incest with his daughter, Victoria.
0: Also cool.
1: Yeah, I know, a great guy. Uh, and, in fact, in 1915, both Andreas and Victoria were tried and convicted for incest, and they both went off to the pokey for a while. Uh, sh- I, she got a really short sentence. She, got, she only got a month, uh, I, and he got a year. Uh, and I don't think they were allowed to share the same cell.
0: I'm. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just distressed that she was also convicted for that. It, like she was like, "Oh yeah, Dad, let's do." Like I don't know. That well, she was happen. an
1: adult though. She would have been like 28. Uh, At 27, that time. 28, and in, in yeah, but her.
0: But his wife was nine years older than him and was still getting beat up by him. I mean, yeah. Was
2: Wait, wait, uh, his wife, Cazillia, was she... Cazillia, right?
1: Cazillia, uh, huh? Was
2: that his first wife or his second wife? Because I swore I read somewhere it was his second wife, but I could be making that up.
1: You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I ought to know that, but I don't. But, but the, he probably, the, you know, quite often in those days, you know... You'd have a wife, she'd die in childbirth, mm-hmm. and then you'd get another wife. Yep. You know, it happened a lot. You went down yeah. to the wife yeah. store and yeah. picked up a <laughs> I new know, one. That's how it happens. Yeah. But yeah.
2: I, I'm, I know where Devin's coming from with the why is Victoria in trouble for this because typically this is the kind of behavior that starts very early on.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I know.
0: It's so. early behavior and it's not necessarily voluntary behavior. Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: At least I, not in the beginning, and later on, you don't know any better. And it may be a case of she didn't know any better.
1: Yeah. This yeah. could have been going on. But that's that she not was the point girl. here. Let's, no. move, yeah. let's
2: get away from this yeah. Yeah. subject. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, back to the... Uh, I, I, don't, Devin. I don't really like talking about incest anyway. We'll talk about it a little bit more anyway. But <laughs> uh, see, uh, Andreas, besides being abusive, was also a control freak. And mm-hmm. he. I, and this might have been because he of uh, sexual jealousy over Victoria. but Probably. Or maybe because he was a control freak or a combination thereof, but he told victoria that she was forbidden to marry again and he kept her on a short leash and in general the family was kind of sullen and reclusive and just not that well liked victoria's reputation was a little better because she sang in the church choir and she had a good voice apparently mm. although however you know she was also kind of promiscuous and, and back in those days you know mm-hmm. it's not you mm-hmm. think that I really that frowned on. Of, well know,
0: Case in point, right? In 1922, she had a two-year-old, despite the fact that her husband died in 1914. Mm-hmm. So let's just point that math out. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh yeah, oh yeah. Just
0: you know, that seems important.
1: Uh, yeah, and there was uh, there was some question about who the father of the kid was—if mm-hmm. it was her her dad, Andreas, or if it was a neighbor mm-hmm. or several other men from around the town who claimed to have had relations with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to our little mystery here. Uh, at, at the farm, things started getting kind of strange in 1921. Uh, their maid suddenly quit her job and left. Uh, and uh, not Maria. No, nah, nah, her name was not maid. Maria. Yeah, so that, yeah. Uh, when asked why she suddenly decided to leave, so leave the maid said that she'd been hearing strange voices and noises in and around the house, and sounds of footsteps from the attic. And uh, she was convinced that the house was haunted, and so she quit. Yeah. Smart. The, yeah, the Grubers chalked it up to mental illness, uh, but uh, the source of all this was the Grubers themselves. Well, so it may be that they were asked about it; they made this up, and maybe the real reason she left was because Gruber was Andreas Gruber was abusive towards her, yeah. or, or perhaps coming on to her, or coming on mm-hmm. to her, or perhaps she got wind of the incest and mm-hmm. that kind of turned her off, and she decided mm-hmm. to leave. You know, yeah. it's hard to say if that's that stuff about the maid thinking the place was because our source is, really is him, the group, yeah.
0: But it also seems like that's a weird thing to say about why she left. Like if you get to make up whatever story you want, why wouldn't you just say like uh, she wanted to go to a warmer climate?
2: Because yeah. oh, wait, wait, no. I, I hate to, to say this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put us into the mindset of a very controlling man in the 1920s. Women are hysterical. It's a common thing to call for to say that woman is hysterical, meaning she's mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, no, you're right. That that women are." Yeah. Then yeah, you yeah. just
0: say, "I don't know. She was crazy. I don't know why she left." You yeah. don't say like, but, I don't know. Our house is haunted."
1: Yeah. People, I,
2: also, <laughs> that be. People also always volunteer too much. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah. Especially when they're lying as it turns out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, the, the, the groomers actually could have been telling the truth. Yeah. Maybe she really, maybe she really was just mentally ill and then really thought the house was haunted or maybe the house really was haunted. I don't
0: mm-hmm. know. Probably not.
1: And so about six months later, things kind of got stranger. Uh, this is after the maid left. Yeah, just six mm-hmm. months after she left. Mm-hmm. This was in March, 1922. Andreas was outside after a snowstorm, and he found some footprints in the snow that uh, originated in the forest and and came across their property and right up to the house. And he searched all around. He circled the house, the barn, and everything, and could not find tracks going back to the woods.
0: Yeah, I heard in one account, I heard that the the footprints. Originated at the forest, not coming from the forest, just appeared as though they 'd been dropped <laughs> the, edge
1: uh-huh. of
0: the forest <laughs> uh-huh. I thought that was a fun little addition yeah. to the story yeah. Oh, well
1: yeah, uh, yeah, some of this stuff apparently uh, he did he did talk about some of his neighbors about some of this stuff I, At mm-hmm. first, I was like a, a little bit skeptical of some of this, of some of this, but I think yeah. that uh, apparently a lot of this did happen, of course mm-hmm. there 's been a lot of. A lot of absurd stuff also inserted into the story, as usual. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm really desperately trying not to be the wet blanket on this one today. I've actually been kind of a wet blanket on the the entire most wanted list. Yeah.
0: Well, we all have. There's a reason we haven't done them yet.
1: Um, Well, so at this point, uh, he did the next obvious thing, which is he searched the house, and he also searched the barn and the tool shed it uh, didn't find any signs of an intruder. But uh, also no more footprints. No more footprints, yeah. Okay. And uh, some a night, I don't know if it was that night or some, sometimes shortly thereafter, he woke up to strange noises coming from the attic. You know, he grabs a lantern and heads up there and searches the attic. Found, found nobody hiding there, nothing going on. Uh, So it seemed like if there was a trespasser, he had vanished. Well, the noises from the attic were probably squirrels. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Critters. could have been. It could have been critters, rats, squirrels, whatever. And then uh, a few mornings after that, uh, Andreas found a newspaper from Munich on his porch. uh, Nobody in the family had bought this newspaper or read this newspaper. So Uh, they told him. Yeah. In uh, some accounts, uh, he found the newspaper at the edge of the forest again, too, also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, apparently the, it, the newspaper, again, was something I took with a grain of salt, but apparently it was actually true. Uh, he asked the local postman if anybody in the village had ever received this newspaper, and the postman said no. hmm Did not recognize it. Interesting. Yeah. Another creepy thing, uh, Victoria noticed a strange man standing at the edge of the forest watching the farm. Uh, later, Andreas also noticed a man in the woods watching mm-hmm. the farm. Yeah, kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, March 30th, 1922, a set of keys to the house disappeared. Uh, they had two sets of, of keys, apparently. And then and he, keep, again, repeated this to one of his neighbors. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. This was all discovered later by the police when they interviewed everybody in the area. Sure. Uh, and when he was searching the farm for the keys, because obviously they could have been dropped anywhere in the barnyard or the barn or wherever, and so he found uh, that the lock to the tool shed was all scratched up as if somebody had tried to jimmy it or pick it. Hmm. Yeah. and I've been told that Andreas told most of this stuff to his neighbor, Lorenz Schlittenbauer, although I'm not sure if that was true. It it appeared to me that he and Schlittenbauer were not actually on great terms.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. but you don't have to necessarily be on great terms with somebody to
2: talk to him when you walk by him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Especially yeah.
0: when weird hinky stuff is happening around uh, yeah, the you're house.
1: The, yeah, you're in a... Well, Especially
0: well. maybe if he... Maybe it's that Andreas was suspicious of his neighbor. Mm. You know, every once in a while, if you're suspicious of somebody, you'll do that like... Hey, you know.
1: Hey, by intense. the way, I, I noticed some strange stuff going on. I noticed on. some
0: weird stuff going on.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it like... could be. you wouldn't happen to see a set of keys? Yeah, would you? no, you I mean, to you know, that's the sort of thing of suspicious
0: people do sometimes. Where they say, like, hey, uh-huh. "Hey, this, it's it's the weirdest thing. This thing happened. Yeah, it's the equivalent of you know, like texting your boyfriend. It, I just think it's funny that, right?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: No, you don't. Okay, you yeah. don't text your boyfriend that thing?
1: Nope. Yeah.
2: Never have.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah, me neither. That's
0: why you're married now, isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay, Continuing. back to their story here. Yeah. yeah,
1: that. So the neighbor Schlittenbauer. Uh, just as a side here, one of the reasons things weren't all that great is that Schlittenbauer had been courting uh, Andreas' daughter, Victoria, and I don't know how far that went. Mm-hmm. Victoria actually said that uh, that Schlittenbauer was the father of their, do- of, mm-hmm. of, of their know, daughter, of the young two year old Joseph. Oh, the boy, yeah, yeah although everybody in town believed that Joseph was actually fathered by andreas but mm. uh, yeah and uh so, and there's, there's, uh Schlittenbauer actually denied it, he accepted it first and denied it uh and and so and of course, when he offered to marry her uh andreas Said forbade no. the whole thing yeah. and very emphatically mm-hmm. and uh so that's why things weren't so hot between them, mm-hmm. but again, i don't know exactly the, how how deep the hostility was, sure. Uh, okay, so that was March 30th when the keys were lost. On March 31st, a new maid, Maria Baumgartner, arrived to replace the uh, one that had left six months earlier. That house must have been filthy. Yeah, I know. For
0: real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, talk about bad timing. For uh, real. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. She arrived just a few hours early before the unpleasantness began. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the next day was a Saturday, and Kazelia, the seven-year-old girl, Victoria's daughter, didn't show up for school. So apparently they had six days of school uh, mm-hmm. back in those days. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, the family didn't show up for church. Then on Monday, April 3rd, Kazelia again didn't show up for school, and also the postman noticed that nobody was collecting the mail. So, huh, what happened? Uh, so Schlittenbauer, Lawrence Schlittenbauer, the neighbor... Uh, he got wind of some of this stuff because it's a small town and people are all talking. Yep. And so he sent his two sons by the farm to check on the family. Uh, that was on Tuesday, April 4th. They came back and said they'd walked around the farm and hadn't seen the, hadn't seen the family and hadn't seen anything really out of place. Um, and then later on, Schlittenbauer rounded up a few more people and went over to check the place out himself. And uh, they did a more thorough search and went inside the like barn. Like opened a
0: door or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like right. yeah,
1: yeah, maybe his sons didn't feel like it was really proper for them to open the, you know you know, go into the barn or into the house.
2: Here's the problem that I have with, <laughs> the sons went over, and then later on, a whole troop of people from the village go over. Oh, yeah. And then eventually the police are going to come. You've got gads of people marching around this place in the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there's there's no way you could know, <laughs> yeah, I know. what's
1: happening. Weird. Yeah.
0: It's like, a, that's one of the things that makes it unsolved.
1: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> unsolvable. That definitely unsolvable. hinders the whole thing, doesn't it? uh yeah anyway so uh in the barn they found four bodies it was andreas his wife Kaz- is uh daughter victoria granddaughter Kazilia. Had all been bludgeoned to death, bludgeoned and chopped hacked to death with a Mm pickaxe. Although the murder weapon wasn't there, Mm -hmm. all they all they they knew was that there were these four bloody, Mm -hmm. battered bodies.
0: Some more bloody than others, with square holes in their heads.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and their faces. In some cases, their jaws broken, and faces torn, all torn up and stuff. And they had all been covered with hay and stacked uh, stacked on top of each other. Um, not sure why uh, they they j- then went into the farmhouse and found young Joseph, two years old, dead in his uh, his cot in his mother 's bedroom and uh, the maid the new maid Maria uh, was also found dead in her bed uh, and they had been covered also the the maid with a bed sheet and uh, Joseph with his one of his mother 's skirts yeah, so they so whoever did it covered the body bodies um, and it appears that granddaughter Cazelia didn't immediately die from her bludgeoning. The, the, the autopsy revealed that she probably had lived two to four hours after getting her head injuries because she pulled wads of hair out of her head because she was probably laying there, you know, who knows. I mean, maybe she was paralyzed or partially paralyzed from, you know, getting blows to the head. And you're sitting there and, you know, and you know, you're sort of laying there helpless next to the dead bodies of your grandparents and your mother. You know, that'd be a stressful situation.
2: Yeah. Well, I was just thinking she might have, I mean, I'm not even thinking that she maybe did it on purpose, but you're trying to move. If you're in a kind of a semi-paralytic state like that, uh-huh. you're trying to move and you're grasping and you're like, oh, I feel something. I can tell I've got a hold of something
1: it's just pulling <laughs> yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: then it well, gives way and then you're, well, there was something there. Let me go back for it. Not being able to see what you're grabbing in oh. in a
0: lot of the accounts that i read there was some suspicion that she was not the last to have been hit that she didn't die but that she perhaps witnessed the murders of her oh family laying there members. watching it all yeah that that they be. thought she was dead and she wasn't and so she witnessed it all and that's it's a fairly typical traumatic response is the like yeah. out of hair and
1: yeah, they don't know actually what order they, they were. The four in no, the barn were killed in, um, mm-hmm. so it could have been maybe Kazelia went out there first, or maybe Victoria and Kazelia went mm-hmm. out there first, mm-hmm. and then.
0: Well, they do. They do suspect, right? It was one at a time, though, don't they? Well,
1: yeah, but there's no way to really know that, you know. No. It could have been. It could have been a couple of them at first. I think then...
0: the only way to know that is the lack of sign of struggle right yeah, like, yeah it didn't appear that anybody fought back so you would assume that it was one at a time
1: yeah probably but, they, they couldn't tell but somebody goes out to the yeah. barn and then mm-hmm. they don't come back and then so
0: somebody else goes somebody else, else goes out
1: to check on them mm-hmm. they don't come back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think after the third or fourth time people would sort of like you know mm-hmm. smarten up and take a gun with them when yeah. they go out there
2: well but <laughs> they stopped going after the fourth one
1: yeah, yeah
0: there weren't that many of them yeah. yeah
1: yeah so that's pretty brutal yeah yeah it was a, it was a very vicious killing yeah. Uh, so Schlittenbauer sent his sons uh, to go get the police. Uh, I don't know how far they had to go to find the police. I don't know if they had to go down to the village or to one of the larger villages nearby or what. But they had uh, on their way, they, though they, everybody they ran into, they told them what had happened over at Hinterkaien. <laughs> and so,
0: it's this is a weird comparison, but you know that um, scene in Love Actually. Have you seen Love, actually? Yeah, I have. The The one, right, where he finally goes to propose to the girl and she's not at the house and they all walk through the village and every single, by the end of it, it's just like thousands of people standing there. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to lighten the situation here, you guys. Come on. Yeah,
1: yeah. God.
2: Is that a John yeah. movie? It Sorry, was it doesn't Hugh matter.
1: Grant, Just, it was Hugh, a
0: lot of people. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hugh
1: Grant, but a lot of people, yeah. Lots of people. It was Hugh Grant, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I thought. And
0: Karen Knightley. Oh,
1: yeah. So anyway, work gets all around and all over the village. So everybody from the village, like you said, you know, comes up to the farm and tramples everything mm-hmm. inside. Eventually, the police arrived and they started doing the usual thing, taking pictures mm-hmm. and, you know, and. Uh,
0: Did they actually take pictures?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. There were no, pictures. they took
0: pictures, but they didn't draw a layout of the barnery or the yeah, crime scene or anything like that. Yeah, right? it wasn't That's the most, they yeah,
1: yeah, they didn't really draw a yeah. layout of that. It wasn't the best investigation. I don't right. think in terms of gathering fingerprints, they did a real bang-up job either. No. Uh, they did search it pretty thoroughly. They even used canine units, uh, and they didn't find the murder weapon. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they eventually, at, at one point, uh, the Munich police were brought in because obviously they were the, they were the big players. Yeah. And, and uh I as far as I know, this might even still still be an open case i, I but they've questioned it, it is yeah they they questioned yeah. a lot of suspects, yeah. and uh, the most recent one was in 1986 mm-hmm. so they're still on the case well, though obviously not pursuing it quite as hard I'm sure there
0: was a police force Class, yeah, that looked oh, into it. They've
2: done, yeah. yeah it's one of those cl- those cases yeah. they use mm-hmm. every now and again.
0: Yeah, there was one that was not so long ago, where they. Finally that was like two thousand seven, I yeah. think. Yeah, and they finally said, no, it's it's unsolvable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop trying to solve it. It's unsolvable. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and but the report's interesting. Of course, I don't read German, so I had to use Google Translate, and it was so there were lots of little,
0: muffins involved. And,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it came out a little garbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I
2: read that one too. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, so back to the back to the police at the time, they they finally concluded that some person or persons had lured them out one by one into the barn. Or again, maybe they just waited out there for people to show up. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a farm. People are gonna go out to the barn. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. They were either lured or they just waited until they showed up and then murdered them with the pickaxe. Uh after in which case the murderer or murderers went to the farmhouse to finish off the baby and the maid. It's, it was believed that Victoria and Gazelia had been the first to arrive, most likely um, because they had not been dressed for bed when they went out to investigate, and apparently the grandparents were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and um, you know, most likely they were just you know, and then the grandparents went out later on mm-hmm. to check on what you know because they still hadn't come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, date of death was determined to be Friday, March 31st. But when police questioned the neighbors, uh, the neighbors, some of the neighbors said that they had seen smoke coming out of the chimney of the house over the entire weekend, which would suggest that somebody had been home. And somebody was home, six dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> when they looked at the house, there was evidence that somebody had recently eaten meals. Uh, one of the beds appeared to have been slept in. But that, I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, in the smokehouse, they found a the ham that had been freshly cut in addition all the cattle and livestock had been fed and were in good condition. The cows had been milked, and in fact, none of the animals on the farm had been harmed in any way, not even the dog. The dog was tied up in the barn and barking and was obviously not in the best of spirits, but was otherwise in good shape. So guy, the guy wasn't an animal killer anyway. We got a to hand him that. Other creepy evidence. So this is really creepy. Uh, they found evidence that somebody had been staying in the hayloft in the barn because they found, uh, or at least a day or two probably before the murders, because they found two deep depressions in the hay where it appeared that, some, that two people had been sleeping. Mm-hmm. And a roof tile on the roof of the barn had been moved aside so that they could peer out, apparently, and, and surveil the, the farmhouse and the barnyard.
0: That's kind of creepy. So, it's
1: real creepy. There yeah. might have been somebody staying in the hayloft for two or three, who knows how long, mm-hmm. before the murders, watching those people. hmm and then another curious aside: I don't, I don't know if this was related at all to it. Uh, Victoria had emptied her bank account a few weeks previously, and when they were searching the house, the police found a large amount of cash. And uh, what's interesting is that the murderer had was, in, you know, in the house for days. And if he was there to rob them, then he would have been searching the house, and he would have found that cash. Yeah. But the cash was still there. Yeah. So obviously, the murder, the, the motive for the murder was not robbery. Mm-hmm. This is when the police started to suspect that the murders were had been a crime of passion, considering the violence of the whole thing. Considering they were able to rule out robbery, um, suspicion fell, of course, on uh, the neighbor Lawrence Schlittenberger. Excuse mm-hmm. oh, he's Lawrence Schlittenbauer. I keep on to say Schlittenberger. Yeah, it's Schlittenbauer. <laughs> Schlittenbauer. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, because, as I said before, he'd been a suitor of Victoria's, and and uh, and Andreas had forbidden the marriage, and of course. Laurent had heard all the rumors that Andreas was really the father of two-year-old Joseph, mm-hmm. and that probably, if he was, if he had serious feelings for Victoria, obviously, that would have probably you know, kind of grated on him a little bit. Well, yeah. I,
2: I don't know that he probably had serious feelings for her, but regardless, I think it probably would have been a weird thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, real weird. I mean, yeah. you, you know, at Christmas time, you know, here's Dad, and he's, you know... Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, I know, so, no, yeah. no, no, sorry, I was about to start yeah. jokes, we're no. not going to yeah. go there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, as I said, Victoria claimed that uh, Joseph was Schlittenbauer's son, but, but uh, it's not really a given, so the motive might have been jealousy. Uh, it could also have been to escape child support payments, because apparently... Victoria had been on the verge of suing Schlittenbauer for uh, child support right Hmm. before the murders. Hmm. So, uh, you know, that could have been a trigger for the murder. I mean, having to support a kid that's not even yours. Yeah. Or Or
2: that you don't believe is yours. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that would be kind of galling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Some of the other evidence of his involvement was he was one of the members of the original search party. It was reported when he was in the barn, the dog, which was also tied up in the barn, uh, barked and snarled at him the whole time he was there. So that's interesting.
2: Yeah, but there are some people the dogs just don't like.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: I mean, if your owner didn't like you when he was alive.
1: That's true. That's true. I also, I also actually, I really think that um, Schlittenbauer didn't think it through very carefully if he left the dog alive. Because obviously, come back, the dog's going to have that reaction to you if you if you killed everybody right in front of the dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was not smart to leave the dog alive. But that, that, anyway, it's not dispositive one way or the other. But uh, another one of the guys who was there with the search party said that he seemed kind of cold blooded about the whole thing. I mean, they're looking at these 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 horribly horribly murdered bodies, bloody bodies, and he just unstacked the bodies and didn't show any sign of revulsion or disgust or anything like that. He just calmly unstacked them. And somebody said, why are you moving the corpses before the police even are here? And he said he needed to find his boy. So apparently he thought his son, Joseph, was somewhere in that stack of bodies.
0: Mm.
2: Do we know if he w- served in World War I? Uh Schlittenbauer?
1: Yeah.
0: Seems like he would have.
2: He would have been the right age. Yeah, he would
1: have been the right age. He would have been
2: yeah. the right age. I was just thinking, okay, well...
1: It could be that, yeah, he was yeah. pretty pretty near to yeah. Blood, yeah. Air, blood. I mean, and plus
2: anybody that's worked on a farm for any extended amount of time, which this guy has, yeah. you're used to dealing with yeah. death. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, dead animal, roll it over, cut it up, do whatever. Yeah, so, pull its guts
1: out. That's, that's why his
2: reaction doesn't strike me as, A, the, yeah. the serving in the war, and B, dealing with dead things.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, so, yeah. Plus I, he didn't...
2: Give a crap for the old man on the farm anyway. Yeah, yeah.
1: pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, people also said he seemed to be really familiar with the farm. He lived near it. Yeah, but they, yeah, they said he just like navigated around like you know so super easy. But I don't, I don't know that that really means much of anything. He did get uh, Schlittenbauer did get questioned by the police, but in the end, they just didn't have any evidence mm-hmm. to really link him to the crime. Um, in fact, nobody's been arrested for the crime till to this day. Uh, a year later, actually, the, the Gabriels—that was Carl Gabriel mm-hmm. Victoria's husband. Uh, their family lived nearby, of course. They wound up buying. The Hinterkaifach farm for a, the really below market price. Sure. Because, you know, obviously, Weird, yeah. yeah. Who wants to buy it, and live in it? Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. So in 1923, they bought it and they decided to demolish the whole thing. And when they when they demolished the barn, that's when they found the pickaxe. It was actually hidden under a false bottom in a hay rack. Hmm. So they had a hidden. They had a secret compartment in the barn that Schlittenbauer I don't think should have been should have known about.
0: Well, no, I mean nobody should have, no. <laughs> right? Mm. I mean, the, unless well,
1: family members, you know,
0: family members would have been the only yeah anybody who lived there. Yeah, should but yeah,
1: yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's weird. So that's that's another mark in Schlittenbauer's favor, I think. Oh, mm. uh, they also found a penknife in that same compartment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. One final grisly note before we head onto our list of suspects. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <gasps>
2: This yeah. is So weird.
1: Yeah, they uh, they decided to cut the heads off the bodies and sent the heads to Munich for further analysis. I think also for communing with a psychic or something like that. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the headless bodies were buried in a buried in a grave in, in Weidhofen, which is uh, I think somewhere to the west of, of the farm and like southwest I think uh, the heads of course have gone missing so there's another uns- unsolved mystery mm-hmm. yeah. that
2: whole World War II thing got yeah, in the way
1: yeah, yeah, yeah Munich was at the receiving end of a lot of bombing and stuff in World War II so I guess that's not too surprising well, now let's move on to our list of suspects you guys have any favorites? I have some favorites because I find them hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any favorites. Yeah, I don't either really. Schlittenbauer, uh, of course, is everybody's favorite. Motives were jealousy and desire to get out of paying child support. Um, But what I don't get about that, Is that again, he wouldn't have known about that secret compartment in the barn, I don't think, anyway.
2: Well, I was about to say he might have. He
1: could have. I guess he could have, especially if he was uh, copulating with Victoria. I was going to say, if he was
2: canoodling, you know, that would explain why there's depressions in the hayloft Mm -hmm. and why that one tile is easy to move, is she might, you know, have. A, you know, tell a guy, hey, come over and go in the hayloft, and there's this one tile that you can look and watch for me to come out. Mm-hmm. But if you see my father coming, hide under the hay, kind mm-hmm. of thing. I yeah,
1: mean, yeah. So yeah, it could have, yeah, there, there, there could be a non sinister explanation for the 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 thing in the hayloft, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but the the thing I don't get about it, uh, Schlittenbauer had been the killer, and he stayed in the house for for days. Wouldn't he have been noticed not in his own house? No, uh, I think so. <laughs> I think yeah. so. And and, my, and also, why would he want to stay there? There's there's a bunch of corpses around.
0: Yeah, although they'd been covered up.
1: They had been covered up. Yeah, but they, but it's, you're you're right in the, the middle of a very incriminating scene. Yeah. You know, and, and if you've somebody
0: got a, happens to come by,
1: yeah, exactly. And you've got a perfectly good home just right down the road to go to. Go to. So yeah. uh, that's another reason I don't think it was Schlittenbauer. I agree. Yeah. But uh, the rest of our suspects Are kind of a thin list We've got Carl Gabriel Victoria's favorite husband Yeah Yeah this is a big one uh, Of course he was dead There in World War I But there are claims That he didn't actually Die in the war And there was actually A witness who said That he'd seen Carl On a train in 1918 And Carl said that he had just been home and had seen Victoria, apparently didn't talk to her, but he apparently saw her from a distance, saw that she was pregnant, and uh, decided, well, <laughs> I think I'm going to just leave town and go take on a new identity. Because obviously you see your wife and you've been, you've been gone for like four plus years and, and she's yeah. pregnant. Well, yeah, it's not something most of us really want to deal with. That
0: math doesn't
1: well, it does. follow,
0: I mean, though.
1: It could, it could work. I mean, Joseph was born uh, July 9th, 1919, uh, and so, okay. yeah, and so, sure. yeah, okay. so I could have, and, and and also he could have been mistaken about the time. Maybe he saw him in early 1919 on a train and not yeah. 1918, but uh, the problem
0: with, with him really is that 18, yeah.
1: the problem with it being Carl
2: though, is that the guys in his unit Saw him Saw mine. him step on a land I think it was a landmine
1: I've heard various sto- Things about that Yeah but I think It was, yeah, it was either an inbound, or inbound shell an Or a landmine mine.
2: And yeah. they Like he was face up And his body was destroyed But his face was Pretty much intact and Yeah His skull was cracked
0: They could yes. see his brain But yeah. it was
1: definitely him mm-hmm. Yeah but, uh, you know, Carl did have a decent motive. I mean, if if, if Carl had somehow survived, I mean, I don't... It's I'd, not
0: a bad motive, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know he, he had a pretty good motive. I mean, yeah. But why
2: come back f- all those years after you'd already figured out that your wife was fooling around?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know why. Maybe he just dwelled on it for a long time and finally Maybe. just sort of went around the bend. Uh, so Carl, we got to take that with a grain of salt also. Next uh, suspect was Andreas Gruber's brother, or excuse me, brothers. He had two brothers. Okay. And apparently his sister confessed on her deathbed that her brothers had done it. Why? Why? Uh, she was a little hazy on that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was on her deathbed and all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of time to give details?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Uh, you know, maybe. I, maybe I don't. Again, they're going to be. This is. That set, would be
2: one hell of a family feud. <laughs> yeah, I know. I. Uh, I mean, talk about the the McCoys and the.
1: Um, what's yeah, the other? Hatfields. Yeah, the McCoys
2: yeah. and the Hatfields kind of situation.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, again, it's, it's, the evidence is so skimpy that I really can't say. I um, bet. I really do. I really do have doubts about Schlittenbauer, though. That so that leaves us with what some random. Random Nut boots. job? Yeah, a random nut job, and it would have to be a nut job. Yeah. Because, obviously, he wasn't motivated by money. Money, yeah. I mean, he was perfectly happy to hang around and eat their food for a while, you mm-hmm. know, and sleep in a soft bed. But, but you not know, take their money. But it could have been some sort of serial killer type. It's not mm-hmm. like they haven't been out there for a long so, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not a yeah, new It's not a mentioned. new thing, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, although you'd still think if he was an itinerant serial killer that he would have taken the money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would've. I would've. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's there. Yeah, but But you were creepy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So maybe a serial killer. I don't know. Um, Anyway, that's about. You guys have any more theories? I don't. Yeah. No. No, I really don't either. Um, Yeah, this thing is uh, probably one of the biggest murder mysteries in German history, if not the biggest. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a serious thing. And And there's
0: literally nothing.
1: There is the the actual evidence and everything is. Well, the case was
2: totally mismanaged and badly investigated by the initial. Yeah. Oh yeah. Police.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was.
2: It, are, no, they're not constables, are they?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if they the village, the local village, even had a constable. I mean, I don't know if they had to go to uh, some one of the larger towns nearby to find a cop. I'm yeah. not sure.
2: At that day and age, I mean, as soon as you get the entire town trooping through, and people are rubberneckers. They're going to show up to look. Mm -hmm. The scene is destroyed. As
0: we saw last week with the solder kids.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's obviously never going to get solved. I mean, you know this is a tough case if Team Sideways can't solve it.
0: Yeah. 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 It's very
1: true. Yeah. (laughs)
0: I guess we did overlook one suspect.
1: Yeah, who's that? Choopy. choopy Oh, that's right. Good point. I don't know
0: how you missed it. Chupacabra chup, chup, chup. chup. does. Uh, you know, does we, we like always to use find these in these
1: snowy situations. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. That's done. I'll buy that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We solved it. Perfect. The Chupacabra. All right. Cool. Hey, uh, so I'm going to give you a little, a little information here, so don't shut us off quite yet. This is very, very important information. Uh, yeah, first of all, our website, thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. Where you can download episodes, uh, you can look at links that we will be posting out there talking about the whole Hinter thing. And of course, you can leave comments. Um, also, we're on iTunes, so you can download our episodes there. Also, please subscribe and leave a review, preferably a really good one. Uh, stream us from anywhere. Uh, we're also on Facebook, where we have a page and also a group, and also Twitter, where we are thinking sideways. That's thinking, not thinking. Uh, and uh let's see. What else? Or you probably want to send us an email. Our email is thinkingsidewayspodcast at com. And last of all, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, Patreon slash thinkingsideways where if you want to support the show, you can pledge a certain amount per episode. Of course, totally optional. But if you feel like doing that, then hey, Patreon's where to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anything else? No. Next yeah. week. Yeah. winner. Yeah, the biggest one. Tweet Uh, us your
0: guesses. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you win, then, uh, I don't know. You get
0: to hear the episode. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) For free. For free.
0: (laughs) Until next week, guys.
2: Awesome. We'll talk to you later, guys. Bye bye.